on episode 446 of the I Am Salt Lake podcast, we are joined by Quinn Burton, founder and owner of Arikion, a hot yoga studio right here in Sugar House. We got to talk about what brought her to Utah, having a baby and opening a studio in the middle of a pandemic. There are available classes online and in person and the challenges they've faced opening during COVID times. Hey, before we get into that conversation, though, of course, let's introduce ourselves. You're probably wondering who is hosting this show? Who's talking right now? Who's talking to my ear holes? Well, my name is Chris Hollifield. And my name is Chrissy Hollifield. Hey, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I want to welcome you to the show. I know there's a lot of longtime listeners. Thank you so much for coming back week after week. If you are asking yourself, what is this podcast all about? What am I about to listen to? Well, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people right here in Salt Lake City, Utah. We're talking to business owners. We're talking to comedians, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, breweries, uh, food truck owners, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. So last week... You set out on me, Chrissy. You couldn't <laughs> get up from uh, you couldn't get up from the bed. Your well, back was hurting. I, I mean, I could get up, but my back something happened in my back, and for the last three weeks, it's been really painful to sit. So I couldn't sit and actually talk with you without being in excruciating pain. So you were like, you need to do that podcast without me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to introduce that podcast. I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad you're feeling better now, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, it's funny that you brought it up right now because I was literally just like, oh, my gosh, I wish I had an ice pack. Why am I sitting? I am in so much pain. <laughs> but I think that's helped. I actually, fun fact, I'm sitting on my little purple, you know, the company purple mattress, oh, Utah yeah. company, by the way, yeah. I ordered one of their back support things and I'm sitting on it and it's helping so much. Oh. So I'm going to keep sitting on it and then maybe you won't have to do anything by yourself anymore ever again. Speaking of local companies, it is so important that we support local companies, especially right now. Lucky for you, we have a list of awesome local businesses at supportsaltlake.com. These businesses are those who support this podcast. We really do have some great supporters, including Elevation Chiropractic, Evolve Cabinetry, Anchor Water Damage and Restoration, and more. The entire list of supporters is at supportsaltlake.com. All right, here's that conversation that we had with Quinn Burton, owner and founder of Arikion. Such an awesome story, such a great conversation. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. You know, I like to even just start off with like where home is, Quinn. I mean, if you've listened to the podcast, you like we know you know we like to get a little bit of history of who we're talking to, if they're from Utah, where they're from. Yeah, so I was raised in North Carolina, in Greensboro, North Carolina. And then I moved to Raleigh to open up the original Arikion Hot Yoga. And then I opened up the Charlotte. And now my husband and I decided we wanted to live in the mountains. So we moved to Utah about a year ago. I mean, was that the sole reason was because of the mountains? Yes. So my husband got a job where he could work from anywhere. So yeah, my family had visited Park City a few times for ski trips. And I um, saw that, you know, Salt Lake City is really close. So I told him we should move there and we kind of just... In. So you're you're up in Park City then now? No, we're in Salt Lake. Okay, okay, it's I did. just close to all the all the ski resorts, yeah. right? Yeah. Park City's you know <laughs> a little more affordable than Park City. So exactly. so does your husband not get in there and and do the hot yoga and and all that stuff with Arikion? Is that how you that's how you pronounce it, right? Arikion. Yeah, yeah. You pronounce it right. Yes. 
um, yeah, he comes and takes classes, but I am, um, we both own it, but I'm purely the one that runs it day to day. He does a little bit of financial stuff. Gotcha. You're the, you're the operator. Yes. So what, is there a meaning behind a Rikion? What is the, I, cause I've never heard of it before and I probably should know. <laughs> no, it's actually, so my brothers and I started it. It's a franchise, um, now, but we were the starters of the original. And it was a Greek fighter who won the Olympics um, in ancient times. And it's a myth. It's a story. He won while dying. So he had the guy in like an arm hold, but the guy had him in a choke. So he ended up winning, but dying while winning. So Right on. I l- I've never heard that one before. I need to go find it and read it now. That's, That's a lot awesome. cooler than I thought it was. I thought it was maybe just like somebody's <laughs> last name or something like that, right? So you still have the locations going then in North Carolina? We do. So we have um, six in North Carolina, and this is our first Utah location. Which is not open yet. No, we are opening on Monday, August 17th. Okay, so so pretty much this episode will be going up. I think so. Next week is when this will be go when you're opening, right? Yes. Okay, so that's perfect. So launch date. Okay, so you you reached out to me just to give a little bit of a of a of a history here. You you were actually going to be one of the last in person interviews that mm-hmm. we were scheduled to do before COVID hit Salt Lake, before everything shut down. So now we're doing it the recording this way. But you mentioned you were going to have a baby the end of March. Yeah. So the, originally the story was going to talk about having a baby while opening up the studio. We were going to open three weeks after having our baby girl. Are you crazy? <laughs> I know. Like, Wait, like, is, it, is it your first baby? It is my See, first. See, that's the problem because you you don't know how much work it's going to be. You Like that's ahead of time, true. you're like, oh, I can totally do this. You know, three weeks to recover, I'm good. But uh, the time, con- the the consuming nature of children is definitely more surprising than you think it's going to be. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know I would be living off of three hours of uh, sleep a day. Oh, my gosh. That's the hardest part. That <laughs> absolutely is the hardest part. Yeah. So, so you had the baby. So she was born March 27th on her due date, which is pretty rare, I hear. And then COVID, you know, yeah. everything had shut down a week or two before that. Um, so we've postponed the opening until now. Yeah, it's going to be crazy with COVID. We are doing social distancing. Like we'll open the studio doors 10 minutes before class. So normally we open 30 minutes so people can mingle and hang out. We will sh- not have any changing rooms. so come prepared. You have to register online and we will only have 25 people in the room. Also, everybody will be six feet from each other. You have to wear a mask until class starts and there's no exceptions. We will sell a dollar mask if somebody forgets theirs. No mat rentals. (laughs) Everything that you do to prepare for a studio opening up normally is completely opposite now so does that make it a little easier or a little harder it's harder really yeah I have to think of every like sign that I normally I mean we're really clean normally because it's a hot yoga studio I mean you clean after class and sanitize the floors and there's puddles of sweat 
you know, in the lobby. So we, we are constantly cleaning, but now it's like, we need signs everywhere. And one door will be where you enter and one door will be where you exit. So that's a little bit more logistically thinking. One thing, one thing I want to mention here, uh, even as kind of a public announcement, service announcement? public service. <laughs> so many people, and I, cause I want to mention this, they, they'll come into your, to your business and then they'll complain at you for, for the rules that you've put in. And it's like, those are, those aren't your rules, really. Those are like what the city has, right? Like these are, wow. these are city rules. Like so many, like yeah. I see so many negative reviews right now for like face masks and I stuff. I know. And, that's, and it's like, it's that's ridiculous. not really the business's fault. It's like we're doubling down on hurting small business owners by doing that. Hmm. Stop complaining, people. Wear a yeah. mask. Okay. Wear the mask. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. We're making it harder than it needs to be. So do you have a lot of people that are eager to get going with you? I mean, do you have, have you had a lot of people signed up? I mean, since you haven't even officially opened to have a grand opening during the middle of a pandemic, seems like that might be tougher than normal. So I was wondering how you're kind of getting the word out about your gym. Definitely tougher. I mean, I had a whole plan of, um, well, one, I had a plan of family flying in and, you know, to help teach classes like one you know, my brother for one week, the other brother for a week. That's been postponed. We also, we've put out signs like steak signs all around our shopping center. And the good thing is our shopping center is on um, 700 East and 21st. So I think 40,000 cars drive by a day and we have the biggest sign in our shopping center. So that's a plus. Where are you located? You're, are you over there by D's kind of? Yes. Right in D's shopping That's a great location. In D's so Diner. there's D's and Pep Boys there, and there was a, I know there's a dentist's office in there. Yeah, and things. that's where I go to do the cryotherapy too. Yeah, it's right next door, probably right across the street by Crumble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yep, yep. So yeah, it's been definitely hard. We haven't done our, we haven't opened up the registration yet because we haven't limited uh, numbers. We can only allow 25 people in the in the room. Normally, we can have close to 40 to 50. So we haven't opened it up yet. We plan on opening that up this weekend. We're also going to sell a Groupon to get the word out. Um, we've been passing out cards, but it's been it's been a lot harder because passing out cards, you know, we're not to able to, to hand them. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't want to grab your cards, so. We've been trying to meet local businesses. That's been our biggest thing. Now, what's your, I didn't even ask you, like, what's your history here? Like, is this the first business that you've owned or like what got you into even owning businesses in the first place? Like, especially Let alone franchising, franchising and like making like multiple. Like <laughs> yeah. That's so to be honest, I played soccer my whole life and I played soccer in college. I graduated <laughs> Um, moved to Brazil with an ex-boyfriend for, for about six, seven months. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I just played soccer and in college, it's a full-time job. Um, so after college had no clue, went and took a hot yoga class, loved it. My mom was like, you really love this hot yoga. I was going twice a day. This was 90 minute classes. How did you not pass out? Never having experience and going. Yeah, the wow. soccer had helped all like playing in the heat. That's probably true. That makes sense. Yeah. So I um, didn't know what to do. My mom was like, why don't you get yoga certified? Went and got certified. And meanwhile, she's thinking like 
every time she would go take a class, she'd count how many people are in the room. She's like, wow, this is really busy. This could be a profitable business. A year later, after getting certified, I found a space in Raleigh. It was this little building in a cul-de-sac, like off of a highway. I mean, nobody could see it from the street. And we signed a lease. We had some friends come paint. I taught all the classes for eight months straight. And I was just thinking, how can I get, how can we pay this? Like, what if we can't pay the rent? That was all I cared about. I didn't care about making money. I was like, just how can we pay rent? We ended up packing out the studio, (laughs) like lines out the door, 50 people a class. And then that's when my other brother happened to be in Charlotte. My one brother was in Raleigh. So that's where our first location is. My other brother was in Charlotte. He's like, hey, can you come down and can we do the same? Did the same thing. And that's when we started having clients ask, we want a franchise. We want to open this up. It does really well. We love your product. One of the things we did was our classes were only 45 minutes. And it was also more of an athletic type of yoga. So we were the only studio that wasn't, it was different Um, in town. We also have a class that's half circuit and half hot yoga. And at the time, nobody was doing that combination. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you a really dumb question here, Quinn. Okay. (laughs) What is hot yoga and what is circuit training? Cause I'm not, I'm a planet fitness kind of guy, right? Like I'm, I'm, I I don't, I, I know how to get on a treadmill or stair stepper, push some weights around, but I, I've never even done yoga. So what's the difference here? What's, what is all this stuff? Well, I had never done yoga before hot yoga. And now it's the only thing I can do. Um, It is 105 degrees in the room with 60% humidity. Uh, It helps warm up your muscles a lot faster. And I also, for me, I love to sweat. So if I am working out and I'm not sweating, I don't feel like I got to work out. So when you come out of these classes, you're drenched in sweat. It also helps with your breathing. It gets your heart rate up, so it burns more calories. Um, and then circuit training is where you go from station to station. So if you were in a Planet Fitness, you would pick like five different stations or exercises, and you would go for 30 seconds on one, then the other, and you might do like five different sets and then take a break and then do it again. Okay. So with uh with this class though, what kind of circuit training is it like a typical circuit training where you're running in place for 30 seconds and then lifting kind weights of. for 30 seconds or whatever? Yeah, so the unique thing about this studio in Salt Lake City, it's kind of a new concept we're trying out. It will all be on your mat. So all of our other studios have two rooms. We have a hot yoga room and we have a circuit room where all the equipment is laid out. But in Salt Lake City, It's just one room. So you come on your mat, you bring your weights with you, whether you pick like a lightweight five pounds, maybe a 15 pounds. And you would do like um, a five minute warm up, burpees, jumping jacks, running in place, then five different exercises of push press with your weights, squats, those kind of exercises for 30 seconds each. Then you would do that for the entire 45 minutes for our just circuit class or our half and half, our hybrid class is 22 minutes of circuit and then 22 minutes of hot yoga. And students love the combination of those two. 
This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Libsyn. Hey, are you thinking of starting a podcast? Do you have a buddy or maybe a coworker that won't quit talking about starting a podcast? Well, if you or someone you know, if you're in the process of starting a podcast, if you're thinking about starting a podcast and you're looking for the best podcast audio host out there, Go check out Libsyn.com. That's spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N, Libsyn.com. We've been using Libsyn to host this very podcast that you're listening to, I Am Salt Lake Podcast, for eight years now, and I know that I truly could not be more happy with them. They've made it super easy for me to set up. They make it super easy to get your podcast routed to all the podcast players out there like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. They keep me up to date on the new podcast outlets out there like they're opening up to Audible. I am Salt Lake Podcast listeners. Pay attention because we created a very, very special promo code just for you. Use the promo code Salt Lake. You'll get the rest of this month, all of next month for free at Libsyn.com. So go to Libsyn.com. That's spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N. Sign up for uh, podcast hosting. Use the promo code Salt Lake at checkout. You're going to get the rest of this month, all of next month for free. That's thanks to us. You'll be supporting this podcast and you'll get yourself some free podcast audio hosting at the very same time. It is a win-win. You're going to love it. And many thanks to Libsyn for their support of this podcast. Now, are you bringing on every or every experience level? Like for your classes, how do you know? I mean, can beginners come advanced or is it different classes for each level? So that's the cool thing about our studio is I feel like sometimes yoga studios or workouts are intimidating. Ours, we have all different types of people. I mean, we've had people that have never worked out in their life to pro athletes. Um, so you go at your own pace and with it being so hot in the room, people are like, oh, do they look at me? <laughs> Nobody can pay attention to anybody but themselves. Everyone's just trying to make it life. through. Exactly. Yoga is, I mean, let alone hot yoga. I I did pretty intense weightlifting for like a year and I was in pretty good shape. But then I started doing yoga and I was like, holy crap, this mm-hmm. is literally harder than weightlifting. It yeah. is one of the, it was, it's a, uh, it works muscles like in a way that I've never used before it does we have um, some we've had a few nfl players from the carolina panthers come into our class and they struggle in planks and we're like what's going on here um it is it's it's hard in a weird way yeah exactly you know it doesn't look hard does it get pretty like sweaty and gross in there though like with like all those bodies in there just sweating. It must just smell horrible. <laughs> you're, you're too busy trying to balance and not fall over to care. You know, I'm being silly. I'm we also it's... have this floor that is um, like a gymnasium type floor and it has cushion and that floor is a lifesaver. So when Bikram is the person who brought hot yoga over to the West and he used to say that you, he would only use carpet floors. So imagine that with the sweaty carpet floors. We do not have carpet. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I, You know what? I had never heard that Bikram was uh, the name of the guy who brought hot yoga. I mean, I've heard of Bikram yoga. Oh, yeah. Never knew where it came from. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah, like I learned something. The concept of hot yoga over to California. Um, and he used to say every studio had to have carpet because it was safer. But that's just gross. Yeah. Yeah. So, so are you hygienic. the one teaching the yoga then? 
I am. So I teach about it. Now that we've opened this studio, I have other teachers. It's not like when I first opened Raleigh. Um, I teach about 10 a week. Oh, wow. Did you start teaching pretty soon after you had your baby too? I mean, how was how is that? experience. Well, she just from, had the baby in March. Well, that's what I mean. But I mean, like the first six weeks, right? You know, the for moms, I know it's really frustrating to go through that time and want to go work out and want to start doing things. And you really can't. Yeah, I was actually pretty bad. I, I had an easy recovery. And I think it was because I had done so we once COVID hit, all of our studios went virtual. So we had a full schedule of virtual classes on Zoom. And I I took my first class back after two weeks. I felt good. Like I wow. felt real good. I had an easy recovery. And I think it had to do with we went hiking all the time when it like throughout the entire pregnancy, which is amazing because hikes here are unreal. Yeah. And then um, also doing the yoga. So I, I took a class two weeks and then I taught um, a class probably four weeks after having a baby, but you can teach class and not do it. You can stand there. <laughs> oh, that's true. I was just, that is impressive, man. I was still on the bed. I'm like, I'm out <laughs> six weeks. See you later. You were just taking advantage <laughs> of it. You're like, Hey, oh, this is my time. Bring me food. For sure. Bring me I'm, drinks. Yeah. Rub my feet. I'm the opposite of you, basically. Like, give me a book and a month. <laughs> well, I probably would have milked it more if like my family would have been able to come. So that was the thing. That makes sense. Bed. They, nobody, it was just the, you know, two of us or three of us. You really had very limited options. So yeah, that's right. You don't have any yeah. family out here. No, we have no family here. So yeah, it was just three of us. And <laughs> so these online classes, were you doing online before COVID or was that kind of implemented because of COVID? We weren't, but we were doing our teacher training online. So we have a um, Yoga Alliance certified teacher training that we would do seven weeks online to get your 200 hour and then five days on site. So we had a lot of experience with online. We were a lot faster to get out virtual classes than a lot of studios. Um, But now we're going to continue them because they've been so successful. And are they live? The classes live online or are they pre-recorded? Yeah, they're on Zoom and they get about 100 oh. people per class. So it, oh, wow. it's exciting because you get to see people and the, we we call people out in class. We're like, Chris, you need to work harder. Chrissy, get lower. <laughs> oh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> no, you, I love you it. get in there and I do should. some online classes? I'm literally yeah. always the person who gets called out, though. So yeah. there's Well, especially there's yoga. That. Chrissy Chrissy always tells me how much she loves yoga. She always it. tells me how much I would love yoga. Yes. Yeah. I think everybody would love yoga if they, I mean, and I've fallen off the wagon. So, you know, I can't speak recently, but. I think everybody would benefit from yoga. Agreed. Just even to the, it's all you can meditate the whole time you're doing it too, and really just kind of exactly. get some introspection, Definitely. which is what I really I, liked. I love it. I that's why I did it two weeks after having the baby. It kept me sane. That makes sense. Totally. It's just physically difficult. <laughs> so after, after, I mean, do you plan on doing more like a Provo location or an Ogden location, or are you just trying to kind of do Salt Lake right now and worry just about that? That's the goal. I'm definitely focusing on Salt Lake, but I almost uh, picked a location in South Jordan. So I think that would be a huge place. And then I have a girl that wants to franchise in Park City. So the goal is to 
I mean, we're, we'll be here for a while. We love Salt Lake City. Are you looking for more? I mean, I, I guess you are looking for more and more people to franchise. Definitely. Uh, have you now are any of them franchised or do you own them all directly now? Or, they, any- yeah. So we um, we own two and then Salt Lake City and the rest are franchises. Okay. I was just curious. I was just curious. What kind of advice would you give somebody that maybe wants to open a business? Like one or two pieces of advice. I'm sure you have a ton, but just basic business advice. I would say make sure that you love it, what you're doing, because you will be there all the time. So I use this analogy sometimes. um, We've had former people, uh, clients open up gyms because they thought open up hot yoga studios and try to copy us because they thought that it could bring in money and they just were corporate guys that didn't love it. So I would say you have to love it because they weren't successful. You will be there a lot. It's so good to have the face at the business a lot, especially in the beginning because Nobody isn't is as invested as you are. That would be my number one is make sure you love it. Yeah. No, I love it. That's that's good advice because I know we got a lot of people that listen to the show mm-hmm. and they're, you know, obviously Salt Lake, Utah, we're a very uh, entrepreneur, uh, open up businesses, start businesses. And I like what you said, too, about um, make sure that you're there. I mean, you're going to be there because you're going to be working, but. The owner being there and greeting customers and getting to know people and familiarizing yourself, just making that connection with the people who are going to be your your clientele is an amazing thing to do. I mean, you'll gain people. They'll just want to keep coming back because they they like you, you know, trying to think of the word, but I can't. So we have a um, we have a mural that says Arikian family. Welcome to the Arikian family where everyone knows your name, like kind of like the cheers saying and that's our um thing i hire purely on actually that's my number two thing that i would say is hire people on personality i can coach anybody to be a yoga teacher or a coach or an instructor but if their personality is not there or they don't love it then it's just not going to work so i hire most of my people aren't even yogis i train them to become a yogi Okay. I, oh my gosh, I love that so much because that's kind of a movement right now, especially in the tech industry that you don't see often where you have to really look, you want to find a matching personality, a culture fit, someone who's motivated to learn and it doesn't matter what they know. And it's, I think that you get much more valuable people that way. Definitely. Like that's really cool that you do that. Yeah. You can kind of mold somebody's personality, though, a little bit, Ooh, I guess. Maybe. That's way I don't harder. Know. That's way, like soft skills. Yeah. Teaching soft skills to someone is so much harder than teaching hard skills. You know, yeah. soft skills like how to treat a client or how to respond when someone's upset or, you know what I mean? That exactly. stuff is very difficult to teach. Yeah, we have a like I always tell our employees, our teachers, We also don't have like a front desk person. So it's the teacher. So that way they can get to know their students' names. But I always tell them whenever somebody walks in, even if you're having a conversation with somebody else, like say hello to them and say goodbye to them. Because how awkward is it when you go into a boutique and they don't say hello and you're like, hi, I'm here. Um, So like you said, soft skills are huge. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, and then you can also have that overpowering thing, though, when you go into a store and they follow you around everywhere you well, go. And I have social anxiety, so I like to slip in and have no one look and then <laughs> slip out. Because, like, if they say hi, I'm like, I panic. Oh, no. what Do, do I say hi back? How do I act? They're watching me. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's a me problem. Most people love it. <laughs> Everybody's different. It's true. I guess you haven't really had to do a whole lot with the baby. I mean, with the new business opening up, I'm wondering how much juggling around you've had to do there. You're just taking the baby along, do the do the yoga there. I mean, but I guess we'll find out when you're actually open. You could do baby yoga like they do goat yoga. Yeah. Everybody bring a baby and just like use it as a prop. I would do that. My baby weighs 17 pounds. She's four <gasps> months. She's in the 93rd percentile. So I'm telling you, I'm getting so strong. Oh, wow. What, what do you feed her? Nice job. That's it's all solid. breast milk. Somebody asked me that. They're like, what formula? It's all what, was, what was Lucy at four months? She's oh, probably she was tiny. barely 10 pounds. Yeah. That's our daughter, by the yeah, way. Yeah, our daughter. She's be, always, she was in like the one percentile she'll or be something. Three so. months or three months. She'll be three years old next month. So, Aww, that's cute. so it's been a, been a lot of fun. They are fun. fun You're going to have no sleep, but you are going to love it. I know. She's starting to get to that age where she's like so cute. Her personality's coming out. Oh, For yeah. Weeks. I mean, she's, it's hard. <laughs> They're just like a blob that you have to take care of for a while. <laughs> What do you do uh, to keep yourself motivated, especially right now, right? Especially like since everything since March, pretty much uh, with all of that. And then just life in general, life gets us down. We're unmotivated. Do you have like anything that you do to get re-motivated or get inspired? I mean, working out motivates yeah. me and gets me inspired. But I would say the biggest thing is I don't want to fail. I mean, this is my life savings, basically, I put all, you know, my husband and I put our money in it, and I don't want to fail. So that's a motivation. And I'm very competitive. I think all the years of soccer have made me super competitive. I just want to be a, I don't care to make a ton of money, but I want to do well. And that's the biggest motivator. And then it doesn't hurt that Utah, there's so many fun things to do here, so many national parks. So we're actually going to car camp this weekend at Yellowstone and the Tetons. One last hurrah before we open the studio. So I think stuff like that, like being able to enjoy life motivates Very me. cool. Now, did you, I didn't even ask you at the beginning either. Did you go to school for business or anything or no, you, not, none of that? No. So I went for sports management, but I like to tell people I just want to play soccer. <laughs> I soccer literally had no clue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got a scholarship. Are you a pretty big Real fan? Do you go down to Real games here in Salt Lake at all? We've only been to like two because um, we bought a fixer up our home uh-huh. in Sugar House. And we last summer, we were super busy on that. And that, you know, now COVID, we haven't. You've kind of had a lot going on. Baby, new house, new, new business opening, <laughs> yeah. new location. That'll keep you away. And then just adjusting to Utah, because I'm sure Utah, there, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird state. There's some weird quirks here that I'm sure it's taken a while to get used to. Definitely. Now, what do you do when you're, when you're not doing gym stuff, when you're not working out? What are some of your other hobbies and interests? Like, what else do you enjoy doing and spending your time doing? Love um, hiking and snowboarding. I cannot wait. Last season, since I was pregnant... I only went twice. <laughs> Hiking or snowboarding? 
while you were pregnant? Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I went early on and then I went when I was probably about 28 weeks, but it was a day that was like powder, nobody on the mountain. And I took it pretty easy and it, it felt amazing. Like we took a GoPro video of it. And Chris was like, our, um, Chris, my husband was like, uh, our baby's name is Heidi. So he's like, Heidi, you're in her belly. That's so awesome. <laughs> so I cannot wait to snowboard this season. And then maybe Heidi will become a snowboarder because of that, yeah. right? Like she'll be like, I've been snowboarding <laughs> since I was inside. I've been mom. snowboarding since before I was zero. Exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you've come to the right state for, for snowboarding. I bet you oh, there's yeah. a lot better snowboarding uh, here than, than out east where you were at. Yeah, it's ice out there. It's much better. Mm-hmm. We ask a few questions here, Quinn, if we could get to, you know, to get to know our guests a little bit better. Like if you could do a Skype call with one person living or dead, who would it be? Like who, who, do you, who inspires you? Who do you want to chat with? That's a good question. I would say my first instinct was Michelle Obama. I love her and I would want to just pick her brain <laughs> what it was like before being in the White House and then during <laughs> and probably now what she's thinking. <laughs> Have you listened? She has a new podcast out actually on Spotify. I, I haven't listened. I know. To I it. haven't listened yet. That's my goal is to listen. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering if it was any good. I, I do like, I do like some Michelle. So <laughs> I like me some Michelle. I, I trying to figure everybody out what does, to say. Huh? I didn't want you to get jealous over there, Chris. Hey, you know? I approve. <laughs> Michelle's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, most memorable concert or sporting event that you've been to? Well, we went to the Napa Valley Bottle Rock um, before being pregnant, and we had a blast in California. What, what, is, what is that? The Napa, the Bottle Rock, or the Bottle? Um, yeah, Bottle Rock. It was a big um, music festival, and so there was a ton of people there. I think L. King, okay, um, Nathaniel Ratcliffe was oh, wow. there. So that was probably. I wouldn't say it was inspiring, but we had a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just something that stuck out. You know, I always I like to ask that because that tells a lot about people. Like, where do they go for? You know, if they if they if they pick sporting events over concerts, or what concert they pick over? You know, it's always interesting. Which is kind of funny because I played soccer my whole life, so you'd think I'd pick that, but I would say it's different. Yeah, concert. If you <laughs> could learn one random skill, what would it be? Well, I have been wanting to learn Portuguese. I learned a little bit when I lived in Brazil, but I would, I would pick uh, to Portuguese for sure. No, you were, how long were you in Brazil for? I was there for six to seven months, but I, it was, it was hard. It was a time when the dollar value was not very good. So everything was a fortune. I think a yoga class was like 30, 40 bucks for one class. Wow. Did you do you speak any Spanish so you, to at least kind of ease into no, Portuguese? I know, and they're so similar. Yeah, I mean, I know they are. I don't speak either, but I've watched my friends speak Portuguese and Spanish to each other. So that's the extent yeah. of my ability. There's, I know, I know a guy. What uh, What would you name the autobiography of your life? Crazy, <laughs> something to do with crazy or competitive or a risk taker. We, I mean, we didn't know much about Salt Lake City and just moved across the country. 
Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop on that. Do you think people? Do you think anybody could become a risk taker, even if they're not a risk taker? How do, how are you? Like, what do you do? How do to, you let go of your yeah, anxiety? Yeah, have you jump? always been a good risk taker, or have you ever been anxious, or what? Good question. Um, I would say I have always been a risk taker, but I do think of what's the worst that can happen. Like that goes through my head um, with the studio. What's the worst that can happen? You pay rent for five years and then you close shop. Like that's, you know, so I would say, I don't know if everybody can be. Yeah, no, that's kind of a tough question. Maybe Maybe a calculated risk taker, right? that's like a spectrum (laughs) not sure i i feel like you have to have a little bit of something different i feel like it's probably kind of a personality trait exactly curious you know because sometimes sometimes i'm I'm like chris you could be a better risk taker you know you could take better (laughs) risks and i'm I'm wondering what are you what are your secrets what are your secrets let's uh let's i I like to uh shift directions to salt lake city we have a few standard salt lake city questions that we ask on on the podcast quinn uh, we have family and friends that visit. I don't know if you've had any family or friends that have visited you yet in Salt Lake. And sometimes we like to take them on a little bit of a tour, a little bit of a drive. And so I don't know, you know, where, do you have places that you like to show off a little bit or are you not quite there yet with? Well, the restaurant, I would say, is Settebello downtown. Oh, yeah. So, so good. And then the gelato restaurant that's connected to them. And we love Lake Blanche. So have you guys been there? Not yet. I haven't yet. I don't know if you have. No. Hmm. Oh, it's gorgeous. So it's a four mile hike to get up. And my husband thought it was an easy hike. He's like, let's go run it one day. This was before I was pregnant, right when we moved here. It's like, that sounds like a great idea. Let's run this. You can't run it. I mean, it's straight up. Like. It's so hard and he hadn't shown me any pictures of it. So I had never seen it on Instagram. So I had no idea what I was expecting. And you showed up pregnant? You showed up pregnant to hike it? No, it was before she was pregnant. Oh, before. before. I I was like, no way. Okay. (laughs) But I did hike it pregnant too. But it's really, really hard. But when you get up there, it's stunning. I mean, it's a lake and... There's mountains that are covered with snow and there's a waterfall that you can see like way up on the mountain. And there's three lakes um, in this area. I mean, it's it's breathtaking. So Lake Blanche, I would have everybody do it. That's the number one spot. And of course, the temple to show them the sights, right? Yes. <laughs> you already did mention a couple of favorite uh, eating spots. I mean, is there any other eating spots that you I was gonna say? Crumble cookies. Every single person that comes into town, I take them to Crumble because it is. It's so good. Aren't isn't there a location right over by your where your gym's yeah, going to be? Right yeah, I was going to say right, right over there. there. I know. If we know the owner, like if you guys know the owner, I want to make a partnership with them. Bring cookies. You get a cookie. Oh my gosh, that would be so worth it. Yeah. I would do hot yoga for a cookie. Yeah, it defeats the whole purpose of hot yoga, guys. It the, whole the whole purpose is to enjoy yourself, and a cookie is the perfect ending. No, we should we should probably get Crumble on the podcast. We should probably come bring him on here. Oh, but uh, would you change anything about Salt Lake if you could? If you had the opportunity, let's say you became mayor or something. I would allow babies in breweries because thumbs up. Yes. Yes. 
because I would love to go to a brewery with my husband and the baby and just hang out on a Sunday or a Saturday afternoon. So that's They're a little worried that you might put a little beer in the baby's bottle. Because, <laughs> you know, we do that all the time you know, at home. You know, it's, it's funny because there's, <laughs> exactly. it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. There, no. There's a restaurant downtown I'm going to leave unnamed because I do like the restaurant, but they're, they're, their licensing is set up. I mean, it's just a restaurant, but their licensing is set up. So you have to be 21 and over to get in. So my younger sister tried to meet me one day with her baby and they wouldn't even let the baby in. I mean, we're talking, this is just a normal yeah. restaurant, but it just happens to be because of the license that they have, the liquor yeah. license. It's like, come on. Exactly. It would be really nice if they quit doing that. Especially a baby. I know, right? <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I guess what would they do? Like, you know, one to two years old are okay. And then after that, that's when we have to worry about after them slipping that, beer off the shelf. They're the same as all the drunk yeah. people in the room. Babies are babies <laughs> yeah. are just tiny drunk people. They get along just fine. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That's terrible. Okay. You know, Quinn, it's it's been awesome to have you on the show. And it's been awesome to find out about, you know, everything going on with, uh, now I'm going to butcher the name, Arik, uh, ooh, how do I say it? Arikion. Yeah, I wrote it down here to spell it because I was like, I think I got it right here. You know, and I know it's hard because you just skim the surface over everything, you know, and kind of just find out about everything. And I know we could probably go in a lot more depth, but is there anything before we wrap it up? I mean, is there anything you were hoping we would talk about that we didn't get an opportunity to talk about or or to promote? I mean, how can people find out more about you? I mean, let's let's talk about some of that, I guess, too. I think it's been great. The only thing um, is... We have a new student deal that is $30 for 20 consecutive days of classes. And now that we have virtual, it also includes virtual. So you have, we'll start out with 24 classes at the studio. Our virtual schedule is 33 plus. So $30 for 20 consecutive days. That's a, that's a great deal. Can they, can they, do you have a website or can they follow you on Facebook or Instagram to kind of get in touch? So the website is arikion.com and my Instagram is arikion underscore SLC. Awesome. And we'll have those in our show notes in case you don't know how to spell it like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the only thing with our name is it's, you know, if you're driving down the street, and you see it. It's hard to remember, but it's awesome because it starts with an A. So it's always the top of the list of Google, Yelp. Uh, and it's catchy. It's like, okay, the thing that starts with an A that's like three syllables, oh, yeah. four syllables, you know. Before before we go, Chrissy asks a final question to everybody that comes through here, Quinn. So I'm going to have her ask a question. It's been awesome to have you on the podcast. I always tell people, you know, let's let's come back through. Let's chat again, hopefully sooner than later, you know, we can do it in person next time, right? We can. I would love to meet you guys and have a beer. With you. <laughs> that would be so You fun. know, and it could even be fun to do it in the studio. You know, my, yeah. we have, we have portable, say, yeah. we have portable equipment. We can come and record a podcast even in the studio. Yeah, and I'll invite you guys to a class as well. Oh, that would be We awesome. should try it. Oh, I'm, uh, I might tap out early, but I will go try it. <laughs> <laughs> no tapping out, Chrissy. No tapping Dang it. out. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so go check out the website, uh, all the social media. We'll put that at, uh, IamSaltLake.com with this, uh, episode. Chrissy, ask your question. Yes. Thank you so much, Quinn, for like hanging out with us and talking to us. It was really fun. Um, can you leave our listeners with either a motto or a piece of life advice that you live by? I would say dream big, 
and take risks. All right. Thank you again to Quinn Burton for joining us on this episode of the podcast. If you want to find any of the links we talked about or find out more about her, you can always find the links and resources at IamSaltLake.com slash 446. And a fun fact here that I just remembered is it was really great that we had this conversation with her right this week because I've been playing with Lucy a lot and Lucy has a lot of energy. And so yoga was on my mind and I found like a toddler yoga thing and started doing it with Lucy. And I I can't believe we've never tried that before. So I just want to say thanks for Quinn to talking to us and inspiring me to bring it in the house. Very cool. Yeah. Let's do weekly recommendations. Let's do it. We got weekly recommendations. I don't know what your weekly recommendation is, Chrissy. Uh, But every week we try to give a recommendation of something that uh, we just found out about, something we've been enjoying that week, something we enjoy in general. Typically have lately been more uh, things that you know, we're, we're doing during uh, COVID since we're spending a little more right, time at right. home, a little more times by ourselves, a little more times. Uh, so what's your weekly recommendation, Chrissy? <laughs> okay. Big surprise. My weekly recommendation is Elevation Chiropractic. So Matt Jackson, Dr. Matt Jackson. Dr. Is, Matt. We, we had him on an episode a month or two ago. And obviously I hurt my back. I still don't, We st- I still not exactly sure what I did to it, but um, tough recovery, went to Matt and he was like, literally you guys, the best chiropractor I've been to in my life. And I've been to chiropractors since I was 14 years old. I got in a nasty accident when I was 16. Like I'm a hot mess, right? And (laughs) (laughs) like you guys know, right? And so I, it was just so great to go to someone who really, he actually sat down with me. We went over the x-rays. He explained why things hurt how, you know, like what I can do to kind of help reverse any potential damage or, you know what I mean? And he really educated me and did not shame me like most chiropractors do. And I'm sorry, I'm excited and passionate about this, No, but I've been very shamed by every chiropractor I've ever gone to until I met Matt. And so I will go to him forever and I want everyone to go to him forever so that he stays in business because if he goes out of business, I will be very sad. Episode 438. I looked it up. That was the episode Episode that Matt was on. And he's just a riot to talk to too. So it's just like visiting a friend. Yeah. Matt's a, Matt's a great guy. He is. My weekly recommendation though, is magnetic memory method podcast. Now I know, okay. You're probably saying, why do I need to listen to this magnetic memory method podcast? I don't know about you, but as I get older, I notice that my memory that I can't remember things as well. Uh, My focus, my concentration is diminishing. And I know a lot of it is by my own doing. It's by poor habits. And this podcast, I've only listened to probably about eight or nine of the episodes so far, but they have really great tips on how we can uh, better our concentration, how we can memorize things easily, how we can, you know, memorize everything from textbook to songs to, to periodic tables to chemistry formulas. What's, to, what's your favorite thing that you've learned so far on it? I mean, just some of the tips on concentration. Yeah. You know, yeah. just some of the things. I mean, even something as simple as meditation. I didn't know meditation was that great for concentration. You know, yeah, and I've been doing yeah. meditation for a few months already. You just didn't know the benefits it was no, already offering exactly. you. Exactly. So huh, I like anyway, that. that's in every podcast player that's uh, out there. Go check it out. I think you might like it if you want to up your concentration and memory and memorizing. And as we get older, right? You know, yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> We're not getting better at remembering. Actually, one of the tidbits that they, they gave that I've never really put a whole lot of thought into is it saying how... Um, we actually, you know, we, these short little YouTube videos that we watch, you know, three, four, five minutes, how you want to learn about a subject, right? 
you typically will go to the short videos because you're like, oh, I can learn this in three minutes. Blah, right. Blah, 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 blah. You want the gist of it. No, go go after that long form stuff. Go after the, and I think that's maybe why I like Joe Rogan as much as I do because he has such a long form conversation mm-hmm. versus some of these short podcasts that it's like, how do you get into any depth? Well, and you actually told me that yesterday and I, I was so excited because I'm like, that makes so much sense. And it makes yeah. me happy that we do our show in a long format or long-ish. We, we, we try. Long-ish we try. Format. Sometimes I wish they could get a little more in depth. Oh, I would go for two hours if we could. Yeah. Would anyone listen? Hey, guys, would you listen to two hours? <laughs> Write us at hello at imsaltlake.com. Oh. <laughs> but before we leave, I want to remind you that our entire back catalog of podcast episodes are available at imsaltlake.com. Head on over there, check them out, and be sure to share your favorite episodes with your family and friends. And also join our I Am Salt Lake Facebook community. Just search I Am Salt Lake uh, community yeah. on Facebook and join it because we need more people in there. I think we, we do. We got over 1,600 members now, though. We have great members. We just uh, let's let's engage, man. Let's talk. Yeah. Throw a question out there. You let's all, make friends. You all have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local, and we'll see you on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. And good night, Grammy. <laughs>